working just that nine to five. I was making 50 grand a year before tax. I didn't have a credit card back then, like only the debit, right? So I get paid $1,500 every two weeks. My budget was a hundred bucks for grocery shopping. I had three kids at that time. I made my first million, I think 13 months into the business. And then I've been breaking a million a month since January, 2022. What is up guys, Jason here. Welcome back to the channel and our series, Nurses to Riches, The Road to Fire. Have you ever met a nurse who immigrated to the US looking to live the American dream only to be disappointed when they saw their first paycheck, wondering what happened to the rest of it? Today, we're going to be speaking with Mo, a nurse who was so appalled by what he was making as a new nurse in the US that he went on to start a business that is earning him over $1 million per month and a few others that net him over six figures per year. We're going to be talking to him about his journey to a million dollars per month. And if you want us to fly out to his home, go through a day in his life and drive his million dollar Lamborghini, make sure you watch this video all the way to the end, give it a like and leave us a comment. So with that said, Mo, let us know where you're from and why you decided to become a nurse. All right, Jason, first off, bro, thank you for reaching out and thank you for having on the show. It's a privilege for me to be speaking to you. You know, I watch your YouTube channel a little bit and oh my God, bro, you've done, you've done some great success. So, so listen, my story started with, I'm, I'm Lebanese, so I came from Lebanon to the United States in 2017. So that's like six years ago. And back home, I was, I was already a nurse uh, for 12 years before I came to the United States. An interesting thing, like, you know, back home, I got into nursing by accident. You know, my uncle, he's a, an orthopedic surgeon. After my parents got divorced, he was like, Mo, what are you doing? Like, can we curse on this, court, on this thing? No cursing. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, so this guy, my, my uncle said, uh, bro, what are you doing? Like your parents got divorced, you know, and you're spending your time on the beach playing basketball and whatever, like Lebanon is on the coast and you're not thinking about your future. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. You know, since I was a little kid, my dad is an architect. My sister is an architect. I was supposed to be an architect. And he's like, we don't have money for that. Right. So he gave me money to go to a university. It's called the public health university, but it has so many different majors. And he's like, check which major they have in English, and then we'll sign you up for that. And then I went there and the only thing available was nursing. So I signed up for nursing. Fun fact, four years of college cost me a thousand bucks. And the people <laughs> here in the United States, they get into nursing and they pay like tens of thousands of dollars to yeah. become a nurse. That's why I tell international students, you are sitting on a gold mine having that nursing degree. You know, everybody should immigrate to the United States. So that, that's how I came uh, across nursing. I worked in critical care for a couple of years. Then I moved to Saudi Arabia, worked for six years. I was introduced to pediatric hematology oncology. And then I became a certified pediatric hematology oncology nurse. And I worked in that space for the rest of my career. And I also worked in pediatric bone marrow transplant. And then I was like, you know, the opportunity opened up to immigrate to the United States. I came here. They assigned me to Champaign, Illinois. I worked in a cancer center there as a triage oncology nurse. So it's like a desk job, you know, just doing phone calls. So yes, nursing got me into the United States, but yeah. I, I'm chasing success. I thought coming to the United States is the American dream. But when I got here, I'm like, no, there's more into it. Like, this can't be it, you know? And then I heard this guy on the internet. His name is Gary V. He was talking about financial freedom. Of course. I like, yes, yes, I want that. I want financial freedom. And the guy started looking more into it. And of course, like, you need to start a business. 
to get to that financial freedom. Nursing, working just that nine to five. I was making 50 grand a year before tax. Of course, I'm an agency nurse. The agency takes half of my money because they brought me to the country for free. So I'm always grateful for that. And I'm okay with the 50 grand, but I said I need to make extra money. So I started by being a YouTuber. I said, you know what? I When I was overseas, I was watching tons of YouTube videos. And those YouTubers make a lot of money and they have the lifestyle. <laughs> a YouTuber started a YouTube channel called the uh, International Nurses Journey Towards the American Dream. And I started daily vlogging. I learned how to edit videos, start daily vlogging, putting videos out there. Like everything that an international nurse would like to know from how to pump gas at the gas station <laughs> using a credit card, which is the most popular video on my channel, to things like how to get health insurance, how to get a car, how to work with you know, physicians in American hospitals and stuff like that, like everything and anything, right? Yeah. And then I was at like 6,000 subscribers and I was making like $2 a month <laughs> AdSense. And I was yeah. frustrated. Actually, that's the time when I met, um, I listened to a podcast by this uh, guy, his name is Andrew Frisilla, and he pushes everybody to like start, start a business. And then I didn't stop YouTube, even though I was not making money, but that same week I put a video on my YouTube channel, how I passed my board exam and it went viral. And then people started asking questions in the comments and then I started responding to them and then get so overwhelming by typing. So I started making videos answering those questions. And then that same week I came across an ad, I clicked on it. This guy, his name is Sam Ovens and he has something called consulting.com. And the guy was like, I watched a two hour webinar and the whole gist of it is if you've been doing something for two years or more, start calling yourself a consultant. So those three things in the same week, I was like, woke up the next day. I'm like, I'm a consultant. I'm going to teach, <laughs> you know, I'm going to teach the uh, nursing students how to pass a board. And I've always been an A student, you know, I've always been the top nurse in any hospital I worked at, you know, 2013, I won the international nurse of the year worldwide. And that was my first visit to the United States. I got you know, it was amazing and it's amazing experience. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm a consultant. I'm gonna, I'm good at it. I'm good at teaching. You know, so I'm gonna start teaching. And then I built my first course. Made three grand the first month, three grand the second month. You know, in nursing school, they don't teach you anything about marketing, sales, or you know, entrepreneurship, or any of that, right? Yeah. Then I was listening to a podcast from the same guy. His name is Andy Frasola. He had a host. His name is Billy Genius Marketing. And this guy is a marketing genius. But if you know me, like, bro, in, in, in Arabic, I'm super funny. Like, I'm super funny. I'm yeah. hilarious. I'm witty. Like, you know, people love being around me when we are in rooms. So that guy is the American version of me. Or I'm the Middle Eastern version of him. Right? <laughs> so I, I loved how he was talking about marketing. I followed him. And then two weeks later, he was on Facebook Live. And he said, he said, whoever buys my course, I'm going to give him a call. And break down his business. That was 800 bucks. I only had 1500 in my bank account. I was like, oh my God. I mean, I need to consult with my wife. That's a lot of money I'm going to spend. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to sign up because it's fine. Like, I can't miss this opportunity. So I signed up. And then the guy was like, call my boy Mohammed. Call my boy Mohammed. <laughs> so he gave me a call. So, so dude, he's, he's one of my best friends right now. Um, he's African American, like 36 right now, but at that time he was like 32. So he called me, gave me three tips and changed my life forever, you know? I went from doing three grand first month, three grand second month, into 30 grand, three zero. Wow. Third months in business. So when people talk about struggling with entrepreneurship and business, I've never had those struggles, you know? I was like, mm -hmm. you know, hit the floor, how do you say, hit the ground running, and, you know, from yeah. the get-go. Yeah, and then I started making 35 and then 60, and then I finished my nursing contract. I moved from 
Champaign, Illinois to San Diego and worked for Billy, for that guy who, who teaches marketing. So I worked for him for like three months. You know, he didn't want to hire me. He was like, bro, you're making 6000 a month. Like, what are you doing here? I'm like, bro, I, I need to give back. Like, you changed my life. I need to give back. It wasn't, it wasn't about the money. But every position in the company that I worked at, I excelled. You know, if I worked work in sales, I was crushing the sales. You know, he had people who have been working for him for like three, four years. And I was crushing their numbers, you know, from building funnels to doing marketing campaigns to teaching on webinars and then selling at the end to group Zoom sales to like phone sales. I was crushing everything. And the way I was crushing it is not because I was following a script, which everyone does. What I was doing, I was just telling my story and inspiring mm. people to buy. Like tapping into people's emotions. Exactly, bro. But without me trying to think about their pain points or whatever, I'm just yeah. telling my story with so much passion and with so much authenticity. And that was the ultimate sales hack. And I was crushing it. Wow. And then three months later, I met this guy. I was a fanboy of all those entrepreneurs, right? Not anymore, but I used to fanboy everyone. <laughs> like, I'm here in the United States. I'm like, you know, like I want to meet everybody, you know, whatever. So this guy, his name is Brad Lee, and he has like a, a software, a technology company that hosts courses on it. So I was watching his stories. He said, I'm going to be in Long Beach in two days in this event called Driven. You want to come see me, you know, pass by. So I bought two tickets. Literally, there was like no more tickets available. So the cheapest tickets I bought all the way in the end. You know, I met this guy, Brad Lee. The first moment I stepped into the arena, introduced myself. He was like, bro, uh, we're going to hook you up. You're a nurse? He said, bro, this driven event is all about mortgages and loans. And I, like, today, I don't know the difference between mortgages and loans. I know your wife is. No, no. We're trying uh, to get into real estate where uh, I'm going to get my real estate license. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know a lot of nurses who are in real estate. And it's yeah. an amazing transition from nursing, you know, to make that extra money. So the guy was like, I'm the first speaker. Listen to my speech. You're going to get tons of value. And we already hooked you up with the system. And then you can go home, you know? Yeah. You don't need to sit around those realtors and whatever. So I did that. And then the moment he was stepping on stage, the host of the event, his name is Albert Preciado. So he lives in LA. So he came to the stage. He was thanking, you know, the speaker and he put his video on the screen and his video, his story is like, he's Mexican. So he came to the country when he was a little kid and he used to paint houses with his dad in Beverly Hills. And he asked his dad, Hey, what's that red car? He's like, don't, don't look at that like red car. It's not for us. You know, that's only for rich people. And the guy was like, no, dad, I'm going to live in Beverly Hills. And I'm going to own one of those red cars and I'm going to be rich. And I'm going to help you retire and shit like that. Right. And then he made it happen. Like freaking multi, multi-millionaire living in Bel Air, you know, has exotic cars, you name it, like five, six exotic cars from million dollars and above every car. And I resonated with his story. And I was like, I'm big on courses, man. Like every time someone is selling a course and it has anything to do with my business, it doesn't matter if it's like how to build a YouTube channel or how to, how to market through webinars or whatever the case might be. I go buy that course and I melt the hell out of it. You know, it doesn't matter if it's boring as hell. I still watch the whole thing. Right. Yeah. So, so what I did, does he sell any courses? I went to his assistant and she was like, no, not really. I'm like, what can I buy? What does he offer? It's like, like you're an entrepreneur, he's an entrepreneur, maybe we can offer you some coaching. I'm like, cool, cool, sign me up. He's like, ah, no, 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 we don't do that. Like, it's not, not that quick. Uh, we have a high performers meeting. So I want you to come to the meeting. And then when you come, 
oh, you see, if you, if you like what you see, we'll, we'll sign you up. So I went to the meeting. I had a minivan back then, right? So I'm rolling with the minivan with, with my ex-wife back, I mean, with my ex-wife. And then there's a building in Santa Monica. It's called the 10,000 building. So we roll into the 10,000 and then all you see is like Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis. And I wanted to back up, but already I have cars behind me. And I didn't know that there's no parking. It's just valet. So the valet guy is looking at me and he's like, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And I gave him the keys, went inside. You know, I was so inspired by the real estate industry. You know, I was so inspired by the people. You know, all of them wearing nice jewelry. Everybody looks beautiful. They smell nice. I was like, those are my kind of people. I want to be around those type of people. So I signed up for coaching and I went to my first session with my ex-wife and we're sitting there and the guy you know, looked at my books, I was doing 60 grand a month, then looked at the business model and then gave me 15 items to work on. The first item was, Mo, go buy a Ferrari. So at that time he had three Ferraris. So he called his guy at Ferrari dealership in Beverly Hills, his name is Philip. And he said, Philip, I'm sending you Mo. He's one of my top students, hook him up with a Ferrari. So we're going out of the building and I want to put the location on my GPS. And my wife was like, fuck no. We're not going there. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I can't start this coaching session with not listening to my coach. She's like, we're not those kind of people. We don't look at materialistic stuff. You know, we, like this Beverly Hills world is not for us. It's just in the movies. You know, where we come from, like, that's how, that's how we're, we're raised. You know, we have limited mindset. Yeah. So I went back home after a huge argument, went back to San Diego. He called me the next day and he's like, Mo, which Ferrari did you get? I'm like, bro, uh, we didn't go to the dealership. And he paused for a split second. Then he said, Mo, I thought you're coachable. That's all he had to say. Mm. I felt he stuck a dagger in my heart. And I was like, Albert, Albert, let me call you back in a second, bro. Let me call you back in a second. Hang up the phone, took my Harley, went to the dealership in San Diego, the Ferrari dealership, pulled up the parking lot. This guy came out. Oh my goodness, how you doing, bro? Nice bike. <laughs> Started talking to me as if I'm his friend, right? I didn't know sales back then, but you know, sales yeah. people like want to make you feel like that. You know, you're welcome. He's like, what yeah. you, what bring you here? And he's like, oh, uh, what brings me here is I, I want a car. And he's like, oh, cool. What, what kind of car you want? I'm like, I want a Ferrari. He said, yeah, what kind? I'm like, I want a red Ferrari and I want a convertible. And he's like, like, like that one? I'm like, yeah, I want that one. He's like, yeah, 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 right. We'll get you that one. It's 300,000. What car do you have right now? And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, let me tell you a story. Like I'm new in this country. I've been here a little over a year. So I don't have a car. I didn't want to say a minivan because I was super embarrassed. And then he was like, oh. Now he's talking to me from like a, from a higher position, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, let me tell you how it works here in the United States. This is how it works. There's something called auto credit. So I would encourage you to go get maybe a Lexus for like 30 grand. And then after a year or so, upgrade to a Tesla for a hundred. And maybe after a year, upgrade to an exotic, like a used exotic, maybe a Porsche 911 or something. And then you can come back to us and we'll sell you a car. So if you know anything about Lebanese people, anytime anything doesn't go our way, you'd be like, Bro, where's the manager? Just, just let me talk to the manager, bro. So that's like, I, I can't, I'm like, no, you're not helping me. I told you I want a car, and you told me this whole bullshit story about like two years later. And he was like, okay, come inside. So he want me to go inside, and then he said, by the way, this car is sold. And I'm like, okay. So I went inside, 
and he pointed at a car at the end of the dealership, a red car, and he said, that one, like, you can get that one. It's not convertible, though. I'm like, it's fine, I'll get it. Uh, so he wanted to show me the numbers, maybe he'll scare me or whatever. So he yeah. said, that car is 200 grand, it's a 458 Italia. He said, that's uh, 200 grand. And if you want that car, you need to put a down payment today, 50%. And then he's like, the numbers, and then the payments are 1500 a month. I'm like, cool, I'll take it. I got my checkbook. And then he looked at me and was like, Mo, you're serious? I'm like, bro, I told you I want a car. And then he got his name <laughs> back and he said, you know what? He was just trying to scare you. You only need to put 40% down. So 80 grand and the car is yours. If the check clears out, the car is yours. So I wrote him a check, called me the next day. He's like, come get your car. I called my boy, you know, Albert. I'm like, guess which car I got? 458 Italia. And that was his first car. <laughs> And he actually named his daughter Italia because wow. the car yeah. changed his whole business. And, and he was like, Mo, you're fucking crazy. I'm like, why? <laughs> I thought I got the wrong car or whatever. He's like, do you know how many people in the last six months I told to get a Ferrari? I'm like, he's got 200 people. I'm like, okay. Zero people got a Ferrari. And you just pulled the trigger on a Ferrari. I'm like, bro, I told you I'm approachable. I was just a day late, you know? I just had to go through the motion <laughs> with, my, with my wife. And I was like, bro, it's going to transform your business because every nurse is going to look at you getting that car. They're going to buy your shit because they think they can drive Ferraris just like you. And that's what happened, bro. I had five campaigns running on Facebook. The same script for the ads, I just changed it to the Ferrari in it. So either I'm in the Ferrari or the Ferrari's in the background or I'm getting out of the Ferrari. Something around the Ferrari, but the Ferrari is in the ads. And then I tripled my click-through rate. I went from doing 60 grand to 90 grand. That's insane. And then, and then later on, you know, I started doing hacks and whatever. And because the Ferrari worked so well, I was like, the next year, and of course, for tax write-off purposes, I went and I got a Lamborghini SBJ. At that time, it was 670 grand. Of course, I had Jeez. to put 500 grand down, but that wow. car... Just when the pandemic started, it's 5x my click-through rate. So did you include this Lamborghini in your future ads after you purchased it? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure, bro. It's in every ad and every webinar. <laughs> like, it's on my social media everywhere. Because those cars, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's, like, anything luxury. If you're living in, a, in an amazing house, like in a mansion, or you're living, or you get a nice car, an exotic car, or you get, like, exotic watches, like, timepieces and stuff. That stuff is an investment. It makes you tons of money. You just need to use it, as my coach says. It's not, it's not, but as my coach says, use them as prostitutes. So you need to market <laughs> and ad advertise the shit out of them, right? And I know a lot of people don't like materialistic stuff and they say, oh, yeah. like you're, you're just flexing. You're just that. Bro, I come from humble beginnings and I don't forget, like, you know, my life is very humble, but you've yeah. got to understand this is how marketing works. This is what yeah. attracts people. So you need to put this Absolutely. flashy stuff, get their attention. Once you get their attention, give them so much value, and then you sell them on your product. So that, that's that's what I've been doing, you know. And now when it comes to the money game, yeah, I yeah. I started like you know three grand, thirty grand, sixty grand. You know, broke the hundred. It was amazing. I made my first million. I think thirteen months into the business, and then I've been breaking a million a month since January twenty twenty two. A month. A month. A month. All right. You told me a lot just now. I want to now dissect all of this. Okay. Let's go back. At what age did you graduate nursing school when you were in Lebanon? Yeah. So I graduated at 21. You know, I graduated 21. in 2006. I've been a nurse for 16, 17 years now. 
So when did you migrate to the U.S.? Okay, so 2017, that was six years ago. I was, I was yeah. already like okay. 12 years into nursing or something, yeah. And you said within how much time from moving to the U.S. to actually starting your business did that take? Yeah, so I've been in business for five years. You know, first year in the United States, just like settling down, started a YouTube channel. I thought, you know, like YouTube is going to get me to where I want to be. Like I never stopped hustling. And then I got a little bit into real estate. It was like real estate is amazing, right? And, and that's what I thought. I thought the most millionaires in the United States were made off real estate. I just missed the last part. It just takes you 20 fucking years. And I'm like, I'm not waiting yeah. fucking years, you know? But I came across an ad and I didn't know anything about targeted marketing. And I was sitting in my home, Champaign, Illinois. You know, I'm looking at real estate stuff and then I see an ad. And I'm like, look at the ad. And it's like 10 minutes away from where I live, like a free event. And they're going to teach you about real estate. You're going to become a millionaire and cash flow and all, all the good stuff. I was like, this is a sign from God. Like, who would have thought that I would come across this ad? It's 10 minutes away from my house, right? So I go there, you know, motivational speaker, like amazing speaker, you know, hyped the hell out of me. Goosebumps all day, you know, all, all night, you know, during his presentation. So it was like 90 minutes. And then he said, if you got value out of this, go to the back, sign up, 500 bucks, sign up for three days. I'll give you an iPad. I'll give you two books. And just with those, you got your 500 money back. And if you execute, you can become a millionaire. It's a three-day event, like you're gonna get tons of value. If you thought you're gonna get, I'm like 500 bucks. Bro, I didn't have a credit card back then, like only the debit, right? So I get paid $1,500 every two weeks. Wow. My budget was 100 bucks for grocery shopping. I had three kids at that time. I was like, 500 bucks is a lot of freaking money out of my debit card, right? Because I didn't know credit cards exist back then. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, damn it, whatever. Boom, 500 bucks. Went for three days. Learn a lot of stuff. I said, whatever they've got to upsell me, I can't have money. So I'm not worried, <laughs> right? So I went there, you know, amazing. Like three days, you learn a lot. Actually, they give you tons of value. And then they said, so at the beginning, they're saying, if we upsell you with a higher product, let's say 20 grand, 30 grand, 50 grand, would you buy? So the people who said, raise their hand, they sit them at the front. The people who don't raise their hand, they sit them at the back. And bro, I'm so competitive. Like I would never allow anybody to, to like, you know, minimize me and sit me in the back. I like raising my hand all day, you know, day one, day two, day three, day three. They said, okay, Mo, now is the time. We've got three packages, 13 grand, 20 grand and 50 grand. I'm like, bro, I'm an immigrant. I've been in the country for like four months, you know? And the guy was like, bro, you got to start somewhere. Do you have a social security number? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, that's all you need. You don't need money. We'll give you the money. And bro, he applied for it. Like he went on his iPad and he did like this. And he got me a loan, uh, those high interest loans. He got me a loan for 13500 And he's like, yeah, this, the money is yours. All you have to do is just sign here and sign here and sign here. That sounds shady as hell. Bro, that's what happened. So, so I signed, you know, 10 minutes later, the money is in my bank account. And I paid them with my debit card. And I got the course. I just didn't know, you know, after going through like 20 books and one online conference, I needed a down payment to flip houses. And I didn't have that down payment. So I pulled the brakes. Now that, that course, I would have been in real estate if that course had that one extra chapter that talks about creative financing. So if <laughs> I knew creative financing, I would have been in real estate. That's why I just pulled, pulled the brakes on that. And my wife was so upset with it that I spent that much money. Because now I have a bill of $300 every month, wow. right? For the next yeah. five years. 
Yeah. So I'm like, it is what it is, you know, but I learned a lot. I'm going to use it in the future. Never used it. Yeah. But then I came across, you know, that YouTube video that went viral on my channel. And then I started my selling information. Basically, that's what I did. Okay. I sell okay. So let's talk about how you started your educational YouTube channel, because your goal with the whole YouTube channel was just to educate people, right? Initially, did you think you would be making money off of YouTube? Yeah, that was, that was exactly my intent. My intent mm -hmm. was to make money. I want to live the lifestyle that YouTubers love. Now put yeah. that on the side. I also had a passion because when I was back home and I was sitting, I was living in an unfurnished apartment on the floor, no furniture, only had mattresses in the house. And I'm sitting there with my phone, just looking at it and watching YouTube videos. And I had so many questions about living in the United States as a nurse. And I couldn't find YouTube videos about them. Like I, I was concerned about health insurance, about, I was concerned about like working in hospitals, how does it look like, you know, grocery shopping, yeah. how much do I budget yeah. for grocery shopping and stuff like that, right? And then I said, I said, if I go to the United States, I'm going to become a YouTuber and I'm going to make videos to answer all those questions so that every international nurse out there going to find me and they're going to get their questions answered. And that's what I, I did. Know. That's why I started it. You know, yes for the money, yeah. but also yeah. I was giving tons of value. No. Okay. The first month you said you made like a couple of dollars from YouTube when you first monetized the channel. And then you said you attended this seminar or course where you learned how to market yeah. from this guy that is now a friend of yours, right? So after two months of making about $3,000 from your course, next month you made close to $30,000. 30,000. Yeah. Okay. The beautiful thing about my journey, yeah. bro, from yeah. day one in the US, everything is documented. You know, yeah. everything like yeah. I, I yeah. show my Stripe accounts, I show my PayPal accounts, I show how much money I make, and I actually make. I started like the first time I made thirty grand, I made a course of how I made thirty grand. Wow. You know, <laughs> and I have that as I used to sell it for entrepreneurs. Now I give it to people yeah. for free. You know, just to inspire them. See. When you made that $30,000, did it make you wonder, okay, do I have to pay taxes on this? How do I have to structure my business now? Because that's a huge jump from $3,000 all the way to $30,000. Because now at that point, if you're going to consistently make $30,000, that's $360,000 a year or something like that, right? Yeah. So what was going through your mind when you're like, shit, I just made $30,000? Yeah, so, so, so none of that. Listen, I've been in the States for six years. But yeah. when people tell me, if you go back, like, what are the things that you would do better? Like, what are the mistakes, like the three top mistakes you made? And I tell people, yeah. I made no mistakes, like zero, literally zero. And the reason is because I always seeked mentorship. I always try to ask, like, when it comes to marketing, who's the best in the game? I'm going to buy their courses. So when I started my company, it's just starting an LLC, you know, LegalZoom.com back then I started an LLC. And then once I made 330,000, I hired an accountant. I don't need to fire to figure out this shit, right? I hired an accountant yeah. to flip the LLC from an LLC to a, it's still an LLC, but to an S corp so that I can be taxed properly. And that I didn't have to worry about that shit because I've got a professional who's taking care of it. My only worries is making money, but I'll tell you a cool story when that, that feeling and everybody, when they start making money, they will have that feeling, you know? So the guy gave me a call, right? His name is Billy Jean. He actually gave me like three tips. I'll just give you the first tip just for the sake of time. So it's like, Mo, how much is your course? I said, 400 bucks. I'm like, cool. How much are you spending on ads? I said, $10. And he's like, Mo, you stupid, bro. And I'm like, so my English back then was horrible, right? And I was so embarrassed and shy. And that's on Facebook Live. That's why I had yeah. that. So he said, he said, Mo, let me ask you this. If you spend $10 on marketing, you can get 100 people in the room. I said, yes. He said, if you spend 100 bucks, you can get 1,000 people in the room. I'm like, simple math, yes. And he's like, 
if you get a thousand people in the room, can you sell one person? I'm like, bro, like I got a thousand people in the room who are looking for my service. There's no way on earth that not one person will resonate with my story and buy my shit. It's like, cool. So you spend a hundred bucks and you sell a course for 400 and you get to pocket 300. Is that cool or what? And I was like, bro, how simple is that? Yeah. But as an immigrant, as a nurse, I didn't know that. Like I needed somebody to tell me that, right? So I went back to my office. I, I changed the ad spend from $10 to hundred bucks and I made $10,000 over the next four days. And I freaked out, turned, <laughs> off the, turned off the campaign. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a fraud. People are gonna ask for their money back. I called Billy, I'm like, Billy, what happened, bro? They're gonna ask for their money back. They're gonna ask for a leave. I'm not gonna spend the money. I'm not gonna touch it. And I was like, Mo, and he was like, Mo, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Turn the campaign back on and make as much money as you can. He said, that's the normal feeling, but you have an amazing service and people want it. So just give it to people. Don't, don't turn off the campaigns. And I ended up making 30 grand that month. Yeah. So I was not worrying about taxes or worrying about yeah. the business structure or any, any of that stuff. All I was worrying about is, okay, how can I replicate the process? Like, do I have yeah. a system that I can replicate the process for next month? And you know, to tell you a fun story, my mom was, you know, she came from Lebanon and she was helping us with the kids because that year, it was like just the second year, my wife back then is also a nurse. So she got her NCLEX and she started working as a nurse. So we barely had time, but I was making the money in silence. I was afraid to tell anybody, right? So before I even told my wife, I told my mom, hey, how much the prime minister back home makes a month? I was being cocky a little bit. And she was like, oh, what do they make on the US dollars? $10,000. I'm like, you know how much money I made last month? She's like, how much? I said, $30,000. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So I showed her, you know, the bank account. And she was like, oh my God. And she was like, you should do this with your money. And she should do this. And she, I'm like, mom, mom, stop, stop. When was the last time you had 30 grand? And you know how to manage 30 grand. Like if I want to manage 30 grand, I'll ask someone who managed 30 grand. So just chill. And I always tell people, like, do not take advice from somebody who's not living it. Like, I only take advice from people who are living the life I want to live. And that's it, period. It comes to business or relationships or fitness or whatever case might be. So my wife came home and I was like, babe, I made 30 grand last month. And she's like, bullshit. I'm like, yeah. Because she always argue with me when I'm making videos. And I'm like, we fight all the time, you know? She wants to spend time with the family. And I'm like, no, I need to grow the business. I need to figure out this YouTube channel, this and that. So she was like, uh, show me. So I showed her my Stripe account. She's like, what is that? No, no, show me Bank of America. So I showed her Bank of America. She's like, holy shit. She called her friend, a friend in Australia, right? Her best friend. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Mo made 30 grand. She's like, how did you make 30 grand? She's like, off his course. She said, off YouTube? No, 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 off his course. I'm like, oh my God, that's cool. What's he gonna do with the money? And then my wife was like, what are you gonna do with the money? I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna reinvest in the business. Like I wanna buy a better computer. My computer was like seven years old, you know? Yeah. It was like glitchy and lagging as hell, right? And I, I, and I was on my iPhone, iPhone 6. So I said, I need to buy a camera. So she told her friend, and she was like, her friend, no, 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 no. Don't, don't let him do that. Don't let him do that. Wow. Let him invest in real estate. You know what? Let him send, them, send me the money. I'm gonna invest <laughs> the money for him here in Australia in real estate. And I was like, I told my wife back then, I'm like, listen, chill, chill. I can't do it again. So just give me, give me some space and let me do it for the next month. 
And then she just gave me some space and she was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take the kids. I'm going to worry about this, worry about that. You don't have to worry about anything. Just go to your corner and just, you know, do, do what you do last month. So that's what I did, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. All right. So how long did it take you to reach the $1 million mark? Because now you're making a million dollars a month. Like some people can't even imagine making a million dollars a month. That's just insane. You know, as an immigrant moving to the U.S., you probably never even thought a million dollars a month in U.S. dollars would have been possible for you. Bro, when I first started my business, I was like, if I can make five grand a month, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't want anything else. Like that was the mindset, right? And then I started having breakthroughs, you know, from the Ferrari to the Lamborghini to the to how much money a month I make. The first time one of my mentors said, Mo, you need to start speaking on stages. So he put me on his stage, right? 2,000 people. And he's like, Mo, like you have the cars now, but you need to have a nice watch, you know, if you're around entrepreneurs and like, you know, high value men, they always look at your watch and it's an, a conversation opener. I was like, okay. So I said, hook me up with your dealer. So he hooked me up with his dealer. I, that, that's through text. So I'm texting him. I'm like, I want to watch from anywhere from 10000 to $50,000. And he's like, cool. So he sent me 12 watches laid down on a table like that. Right. Yeah. And the watch in the middle looks exactly like Albert's watch, but a different color. <laughs> So he had a stainless steel. This one is rose gold. So I told the guy, I want that watch. And then he held the two, the two watches, like the two competitors. One is Patek Philippe and the AP, right? Both are rose gold. And he said, which one? I said, this one. And he's like, cool. I said, how much is it? He said, 191,000. And I was like, bro, this, this is what I texted him. I'm like, motherfucker, I asked you for 10 to 50,000. Why would you show me 190,000? Because now I know that that watch exists. And I can't lower the standard, bro. Like, if you know me, when I was a little kid, I always chased excellence. And there's no way I'm gonna buy a watch different from that watch, right? But I didn't do it through him. I put it on my IG, like, which watch do you want me to buy? A lot of people were saying the AP, the rich people were saying the Protect Philippe, right? And then a guy saw the Protect Philippe and he's like, you want me to hook you up with a dealer? I'm like, yeah, hook me up. And then he hooked me up with a dealer. I ended up buying the same watch for 165,000. So literally that was my first watch. And you know, when the watch got home, it comes in an armed truck with two armed guys that deliver Jesus the watch. Right? So 105,000, I opened the watch. Of course, like I have it all on YouTube, right? When I'm uh, like the unboxing of the watch and I'm putting it on my wrist. And then I went to my wife and I said, you like it? And she's like, it's nice. Like, you know, like, like, is it gold? I'm like, no, it's rose gold. And we're like, bro, we didn't know that rose gold exists back then, right? I said, no, it's rose gold. Like, nice, how much is it? And I'm like, guess. <laughs> and she's like, three grand? I'm like, five grand? Her sister was visiting from Lebanon. I said, 165. Bro, hell broke loose. We went into a fight that never, that did not end. She was like, those are like three houses on your wrist back home. Like, what the fuck is this investment? But anyway, I ended up selling that watch for 220000 like 10 months later. Wow. So watches are an amazing investment. And that, that's why I started a company. That was my second company. I started a company uh, as watch. Like it's a watch trading company that trades luxury watches. But I, I started that company just for writing off my watches because I don't want to pay taxes on them, yeah. right? <laughs> now I have 2.4 million in personal collection. Wow. 2.4 million. And that company breaks six figures every year. You do that only through Instagram or do you have a website for that? Just, just through Instagram. Okay, so how many companies do you currently own? 
And how much are they generating per month? Yeah, so so my first company is the nursing company, right? It's called NCLEX Webinar, where I sell my NCLEX courses. Now, I have 25 products online, not just the NCLEX, but all of them are complementary. And then I started the timepiece. So it's the Alpha Slice timepiece company just to write off my watches. But my accountant told me, hey, listen, Mike, you can write off your watches, but you need to sell watches too. So I started trading. So I do like 10 to 15 trades, but I do, I do trades in watches like 200 grand and more. And that's why the profit margin is higher. And then I moved to Miami, bro. I was fat, like <laughs> fat, fat, right? Like the flops and everything. Cause I was just focusing on my business. Right. And then I came to Miami. I said, I need to get fit. Like, bro, if you come to Miami and see the people here, like you can't walk around with like flaps and like, it's, it's not me, bro. So I'm like, I need to get a home gym. I need to get a personal trainer. And I'm like, I don't want to pay that out of my personal. And I call my accountant. Hey, I want to start a fitness company. And he's like, <laughs> He's like, why? He said, because I need to write off my uh, my gym, my gym equipment. Yeah. And he's like, oh, listen, I know like you're new and you're like, you know, hustling and whatever. But I want you to keep in mind, like the IRS are not stupid. That company needs to sell. And immediately I bought a truck under that company. So I have four companies. I have five cars, two motorcycles, but all of them are under business expenses. So under every company, there's a car. So I got a car that was right after COVID. Everything was super expensive. So I paid like 25 grand. For my gym equipment. Wow. <laughs> anyway, write it off. And then he's like, what are you going to sell? I'm like, I'll figure it out. Bro, this is, what I, this is what I did. My ideal audience for my nursing students are African-American women, 22 to 35 of age, single mothers who failed their test before in top three states, California, Florida, and New York. So all of them are single mothers, bro. So I started, okay, I was fat. But I was like, that's fine. I know fitness. You know, I, I worked out all my life. So I'm going to make workout videos for single moms, like home workout videos for single moms. And I did a 45-minute workout. It's like two minutes per video. And I put yeah. it on Kajabi. And I put it in my funnel as an upsell for $5, five extra dollars subscription. And how I sold it is, listen, a lot of people get programmed. They're not fully invested. It's just because their body and their mind are not connected. That's why they cannot retain information. So you need to work out at least 10 minutes a day. I have this program, $5 a month. It's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to break the bank. So hit up the button, add it to your cart. When I send it to my email list, now I have a million point thirty five, like one, one million three hundred fifty thousand email list of nursing school. Wow. But back then it was like, I don't know, like 60,000, 70,000. Mm -hmm. And then I sent it to the list and I got 6,000 subscribers that same week. Jeez. I launched the program. Wow. <laughs> a subscription. So that company... Break, it breaks mid six figures every year just off one course, $5 subscription. Nobody ever cancels that program, Dude. you know? <laughs> and I was not Dude. fit. I, I want to upgrade it. Like, I want, now because I'm fit, I want to upgrade yeah. shirtless videos and just to make sure nobody <laughs> cancels, you know? But yeah, that's, that's, that's my third company. And then I wanted to, you know, I got into speaking on stages and in entrepreneurship space. I started getting well-known, you know, and I'm like, I need to, to host my own events. You know, I need to mm -hmm. speak on my own stages. And the stuff that I teach is different from what other people teach. So it's not just motivation, but I'm, I'm teaching skill set and how to build businesses online. And like, if, yeah. if you are in the course space, you want to build a course online, like I have the, um, the best business model. So I'm teaching that. So I started an event company, but also like, Everything that has to do with the business coaching, with my personal development coaching, with my other elite business coaching and my events, everything is under that one company. It's called Alpha Slice Enterprises. Yeah, so four companies, two break six figures, one seven figures, and the nursing company is eight figures.
All right. So listen, so the key is if you guys don't want to pay taxes on certain things, you got to start a business in the area that you're interested in, your hobby or whatever the case may be. And then you can write off all the equipment that you purchase, all of the activities that you do, because that's now a business that you're running. Bro, everybody should start an LLC. Everybody yeah. should start an LLC under entertainment. They need to start posting content online. And when they go to restaurants, when they, when they buy stuff, even if luxury brands, right? Yeah. They put it on their social and write it off. Like everybody should yeah. do that, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't know that, but bro, like the people in my circle and entrepreneurship circle, I break a million a month. Bro, people break two million, three million, five million a month, the people that I know. So I'm the small fish in the tank, <laughs> right? But it's, it's, it depends where you position yourself, like what circles are you in? But if I'm in the nursing circle, like if, if all my friends are nurses and uh, doctors, no one would understand those numbers. But when I'm in different circles, like here in Miami, a buddy of mine who lives in San Diego, bro, has 10 exotics in San Diego. Like, can you believe it? He has $4 million in cars in San Diego. Imagine that's 25,000 square foot in, in San Diego. Like, it's crazy. But he has an online self-development program. Um, and he teaches mindset. He's the best in the industry. Now, he moved to Miami, and he just closed on a $20 million beach house. Wow. And now he has three exotics in Miami. So the, the bro is insane. Yeah. And I, I see that guy like at least once a week. So yeah. if you're surrounding yourself with that energy and that success, bro, it's like your subconscious will start operating on a different level. You know, your productivity is different. You have no time for bullshit. Like you, yeah. whatever you're investing your time and energy is for something productive. All right. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not at your scale yet. I'm going to get there eventually. But something that I often get on my YouTube comments is things like, because me and my wife, we moved from New York City to California because we were making like, let's say $50 an hour in New York City. And now my wife is making about $124 an hour and I'm making $102 an hour. But when I tell people, if you want to make more money as a nurse with a job, then you need to move to California, specifically Northern California and in a lower cost of living area of California, if that's your goal. And when I tell people that this is how much money you could make out here, they don't believe me. They think I'm lying. They're like, why are you lying to everybody? So like when you tell me that if you surround yourself with people that are nurses and doctors, they don't understand your lifestyle because you're at a higher level, right? It's kind of similar to what I do because when it comes to our jobs, we're at a higher level than the rest of the country. So like people that are living all the way at the bottom, they don't understand what it's like when you could be living all the way at the top. So like it's this closed mindset that people need to get out of. 100%. And it should not encourage you to keep posting and talking about that shit, right? Because mm -hmm. at a yeah. certain point, they will have a breakthrough and they will be like, yeah. oh, I, I've been following this dude since forever. I've seen the yeah. growth and like I'm all in now. Bro, there are people who've been on my email list for like a year and just now they bought, right? Because yeah. the selling process sometimes takes time. The marketing takes time. Now, for me, an average, people see me on the internet and, you know, you know African-American ladies, single mothers. Like when they see the flashy stuff, they're like, <laughs> um, okay, whatever but because they see me so 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 much they're like okay let, let me click on his ad you know like he's talking to my soul like he's saying yeah. have you failed your entrance before are you a single mother click on this ad i'm gonna help you so i'm literally talking to that person because i know my audience right they click they watch for example a free class or a free webinar or a five-day challenge or whatever case might be and they were like you know what he's a real deal i don't have the money though and sometimes they sign up right away and sometimes it takes some time the average sign up is like 21 days but that does not discourage me from like talking about like high level stuff like for example this is a fifty thousand dollar watch you know i've got richard mills i've got two richard mills i've got protect phillips like 2.4 million in watches but i wear my watch if i go to the grocery store this is my date right but if yeah. i'm going to dinner 
my girlfriend or like visiting my, my friends who are entrepreneurs, guess what? I'm putting my RM on, you know? I'm okay. going around with, not, I'm not going down with my a truck, the Raptor. I'm going down with my Lamborghini, which is now $1.1 million, you know? Jeez. I bought it for 670. Like, tell me that's not a good investment. That is definitely a good investment. <laughs> Yo, I bought what? it in 2020 for yeah. 670, and now it's $1.1 million. The same thing with the Ferrari. I bought it for 200 grand. Now it's 280. I mean, it didn't move that much because it's 2011. You know, it's but it didn't. It didn't move down though. <laughs> it didn't move down. You know, same thing with my watches. I bought so many watches, bro. I had like a handful of watches that lost money, but it's not even close to what I made in that industry. You know, so I always, you know, I always show my numbers, show my authenticity. You know. When people talk about whatever the case might be, like it's not like I get hurt or I'm replying to hate. No, I just want to up, like I want you to have a breakthrough in your mindset yeah. so that you can improve your life and the life of the people around you. You know, I don't, I don't care. Like Absolutely. I make enough money. You know. Yeah. So for some of our audience who don't understand what click funnels are, and you talk a lot about how you advertise and your target audience on Facebook is single African-American women who failed the NCLEX. How are you targeting these people on Facebook ads? Because I know about Facebook ads, but my audience doesn't know about Facebook yeah, yeah. ads. So how exactly so I, do you do that? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, first off, if you have any entrepreneur gene in you and you think that you want to make money outside of nursing you should dm me on instagram and then i'll give you free courses i'll give you some insights you know i'll tell you what yeah. to do but yeah. when it comes to facebook like it's a tool just like any other tool you no know, every skill in my business like my business i make millions of dollars bro how much is my team four people it's wow. me a video guy an editor i've got two virtual assistants back home and what people tell me who are you virtual assistants? I'm like my brother and my sister. And they barely know English. Now they, they are better, but it's like the whole business is based on text messages and emails and I have templates and they just copy and paste. You know, like and that type of, you know, how can we get through so much volume? It's through yeah. systems, having systems in place. I did video for myself and, you know, my email list. I record a video every day uh, about nursing and I edit it and I send it to my email list. That's been a habit for like five years in business. But once I started going heavy on social media, I want to like record reels and stuff like that. Now I'm not putting a lot of content on YouTube. I just started with Instagram just because I started doing uh, the personal development coaching and then the elite business coaching. So I want to put content on Instagram so that people know my story. You know, they're going to understand that I come from humble beginnings. I got to the American dream with hard work. I started multiple businesses. I was fat. I got fit. I was married. I was like the biggest asshole you can ever meet in your life in terms of dealing with women. You know, I, I come from like Lebanon, bro. Middle Eastern men just don't understand how to be men. They, they think that being a man is just providing and protecting your family. And there's way more than that. This could be like a two-hour conversation if you go through it. But, but there are four dials. Not just that one dial is providing and protecting, but you've got the parenting dial, being a father. And I tell people like, don't hate on us because we don't know how to be a father. You know, women, it's like built in, right? They get pregnant and they have all that motherhood emotions. You know, they know they, they need to hug. They need to sing. They need to rub their belly. It just comes within their nature. You know, they protect their child. Us men, no one, for me, for me, no one taught me how to be a man, like, or how to be a father. Like, my dad didn't tell me how to treat his kids or how should I treat his kids. Bro, even his dad, everybody used to be everybody, you know? Everybody <laughs> used to be their kids. So I'm not going to listen to their advice. But what I'm saying is 
Nobody taught you how to be a father or how to be a parent, you know? And then the third dial is how to be a lover and a best friend. You know, Middle Eastern men, bro, they don't buy roses and walk down the street. They call them pussies, right? Yeah. You need to learn how to be romantic, how to take a girl on a date, what to talk about, how to be gentle. Like, we don't know that shit, right? And then the last dial is, we call it the badass dial, which is you need to be fit. You know, you can't have flops and, and complain about not having sex with your wife or like she's not giving you sex or she's not initiating or whatever. And on top of that, you need to be a badass. Like you need to have, do some outdoor activities like skydiving or rock climbing or hiking or, you know, like diving or scuba diving. Like you need to do some badass shit that people like or women like because they don't like, you know, like in this day and age, a lot of men are just like skinny fat. And all they talk about is like politics and they want to be politically correct and all that type of shit. But <laughs> women are not, at least high value women are not interested in that type of men. So to be a high value man, there are like four dials that you need to work on. Like we can't get deep into that because that's a passion of mine. You know, I went from the shittiest man I was ever been, or you can ever meet to like a high value man. Now my girlfriend is like freaking amazing. Our relationship is amazing. Everything's amazing. You know, even my relationship with my ex-wife is amazing. My relationship with my kids is amazing. But it all starts with you, you know, it's 100% your fault and you start working on you. A lot of people, they don't think about it that way, right? They think it's all your fault and nothing to do with me, right? No, but you got to start with yourself first. It's always the man's fault, bro. It's always yeah. the man's fault, you know? <laughs> I know That's... all the women that are listening to this are going to love you right now. <laughs> no, no, but, but bro, I, I, I want to talk to men. So I want to talk to yeah. men because men tell themselves this, you know, they go through that thought process and mindset of, Oh, I'm doing like, I'm, I used to say like to my ex-wife, like, I brought you to this country. You're living the American dream. Like, you don't have to worry about money. Like, I retired you. All you have to do is, you know, do the things that you love is, you know, uh, raise your kids and have fun and spend money. Like, bro, my ex-wife used to spend 30 to 35 grand a month. Wow. Just, just of shit that doesn't mean anything, you know, just yeah. out of boredom. And I didn't, I didn't care about that. This is why I tell men, you don't have. A wife that spends a lot of money or like a wife that is inconsiderate of your finances. No, no, no. The problem is you don't make enough money. That's your problem. <laughs> the problem is you don't make enough money. You need to make so much money so that you're not worried about that. That was like a goal of mine. You know, I don't want to worry about how much she's spending on food or if she wants to change the bedroom or if she wants to upgrade <laughs> her new house or all that type of shit. No, I said, my mission is to make so much money. So I don't have to worry about that stuff. Like you can do whatever you want. Like I'm going to, like, I want you to be a queen, you know, and we have this wealth and you're just using it. I love that. It's I love always that. Fault, bro. It's always the man's fault. I'm telling you, dude. Okay. Listen. So I don't know if you watched my video with Eric. He's the nurse that drives the Lamborghini. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. No. All right. All right. So listen, my viewers loved those type of videos which is why if they enjoy this video and they enjoy your personality, I want them to let me know in the comment section below if they want us to do this in person so we can check out your Lamborghini in person and you can take me out for a drive. Bro, not only not only you gotta check my Lamborghini, you gotta check my Lamborghini, you gotta check my Ferrari, you gotta check my watches, you gotta check my lifestyle. Absolutely. Like you're gonna check my girlfriend, then we're gonna go yes. eat good food. We're gonna <laughs> do some skydiving. Like we're gonna enjoy it. Like I'm gonna show you how to live a good life, and then inspire people just to work their asses off to that get to that level. Like everybody can figure this out. Like if this immigrant who has average IQ, bro, like I'm telling you, average IQ can make it here. Anyone can make it here. You know, Absolutely. my students when they send me the testimony videos, I have like six thousand, eight thousand testimony videos on my YouTube and Instagram. When people send me their testimony videos, 
they're talking to the next student and they say, you know, I thought this skeptical, I didn't believe in this shit, you know, but he kept hunting me. He kept, you know, chasing me around from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube. And sometimes I see him in my dreams and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy his stuff. Let me see how legit that is. And then they bought it, you know, four weeks later, five weeks later, they sat for their test that passed. And this is what they say to students. They say, if I could do it, you can do it too. And this is why I tell everybody I meet, if I can do it, there's no reason for you not to do it, you know? It, like, like a guy, Middle Eastern, barely speak English, came to this country and tried to figure it out from nursing to YouTube, having five kids, going through marital problems and still figure this shit out. Like you have no excuse. Awesome. So how can my viewers reach out to you if they want to contact you on social media or through your website? Bro, I live 24-7 on Instagram. That's my cool. thing. You know, 24-7 on Instagram, there's there's no way you can send me a DM or you send me a DM and I won't respond to it. Of course, like, just just be ethical. Don't be, like, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, want, I, want, like, I ignore those. You know, I don't pay <laughs> Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Mo, thanks a lot for being part of this interview. And you know what? Like I said before, if you guys want us to do this in person and you want us to go big, make sure you respond in the comment section below.